So I, I get I get frustrated with these things because it's like life is just too fucking short for me to compromise. At this point, if I'm 40 and I'm fucking satisfied, then that's a different thing. Being 40 and satisfied, I fucking hate that word and I hate like that the sound of that. Yeah. But you know what? If I want to fucking slow my roll and have kids and fuck it, like I can I can pivot. You can't pivot at 27 and fucking redeem that. Because if that motherfucker comes out with Down syndrome or that motherfucker comes out autistic or whatever the fuck happens, has a heart issue, has this issue, has that issue. Guess what? Your finances are fucked. Your physical life is fucked. It's done. If that's your aspiration and that is something that you really desperately dream of, I'm not the person to judge. I'm speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. But if that is your dream, then baby girl, go do it. Send it. And send it wholeheartedly. And I've dated girls that they're like, Look, I want to be a mom. I'm like, be a mom. I ain't going to be the daddy. Yeah. (laughs) And even if I were the daddy, guess what? If you ain't ready to take the baby to Mexico in a week, I'll send you money. Yeah. I want the baby to come with me. It's my baby. But I'm not going to stop. Because what what does that show the baby? It's okay Mm. to be fucking average Joe. Fuck Mm. you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's um, fuck. It's it's personalized, but that's how it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you are you, and everyone knows, like deep down, like I've never had the feeling of wanting a kid. I've just never fucking had it. In the same way that I've never, well, yeah, wanted to go to like fucking Disneyland. Well, here's the thing. What I think you guys are are misunderstanding what I meant by wanting a kid. I didn't say wanting a kid. I'm saying the idea of it down the line is great. I think a long-term plan of having, you know, brought down some sort of family after yourself, because if you're improving, you know, genetically, you're improving your health for all these years. You're doing all this great, great stuff. You know, you're trying to help out your DNA. Why not have a child somewhere down in your timeline? Right. Mm-hmm. But like you said, life is too short. Correct. So we should be hungry right now. To just do, 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 experience, see, live, live, live before we make any of these decisions. These decisions, they're not even technically made. I think they just happen. Okay. Because we've already said this. Okay. Last year, you weren't the same as today. And the year before that, you weren't the same as last year. So who knows next year? Things change. Mm -hmm. So allow for that. But I think as long as you're just, you're curious, you're ambitious, you're, um, always hungry to do things and try new things and meet people and build things other than tangible things. So like build relationships, uh, build knowledge, build freaking things. It'll make you a better writer, a better seeker, a better freaking visionary. But like what else? You know, it's, it's these little things that you do that impact the rest of your potential timeline. Actually, if you think about it the order of decisions you're going to make. You're a better decision maker. So mm. think of where you could be in the next 17 years. Right. Right. So like if I talk about kids, I'm going to be talking about like in the next 20 years. Lo- like long term. get shit. somebody pregnant like next you know week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's like, shit. <laughs> well, you've got to stick next. You've got to stick by your conviction. You get me? Oh, but that all comes down to philosophy. Yeah, like is yeah. that even a desire? I wouldn't even ask myself that now. Right. Right. Because I'm... I'm keeping 
real close focus with things that are going to get me to later decide on those things if I need to. Right. Right. I'm not even at the freaking. I'm like at the base of the startup of the build of the platform. Like I'm not even there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. <laughs> <It's the scary. laughs> right, a bitch will practice yeah. as much as you will. <laughs> practice, bro. Yeah, you gotta stick by your convictions and just anything yeah. that falls to the wayside falls to the wayside. We're young. Yeah. He said it himself. Live like you're 25. Live like you're 27. I don't know why the hell we like wh- who put 30 as a marker of like you're getting old. Dude, well that's it's, that's the past, right? Like, and we are the first. Is this thing even on? We, yeah, yeah, we oh, okay. oh, we've been on. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, we'll probably have to cut because on? there's some personal information and <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's <laughs> the beginning. I'll, I'll cut the beginning out. Don't worry. Oh, shit. He's like, this yeah, guy's like, that oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I think I lost my phone. Whatever. Did you? Yeah, it's down there. Got I don't care. Into the fucking chair. Um. No, it's like I. I think that those are, like you said, conviction is it's. I kind of touched on how I view things, right? Like this is the year of pre- prerequisites. Flexibility was like one of the big things I was working on. I was, I've always been like pretty immobile, like very good athlete, not super mobile, hips super tight. And I, I want to still, this is a multi-year journey of me trying to get side splits and shit like that. That's going to take time. It's going to take yeah. a lot of time and a lot of dedicated effort to these things. Couple years ago, as I was like really starting to get into the game of like wanting to be successful and wanting to be better than other people, I remember one year it was the year of conviction. Conviction is a fixed or firm belief, leaving no doubt. That's the definition. Like when I started this journey, that was that was my thing. I was in the van, I was playing soccer. I like, bro, I I started playing soccer at 22. Like. How the fuck did I play on a second division team? It's unheard of, bro. No, it's it's fucked up. But it was like, yo. So my my name on like Twitter and stuff, my like alias, right, is War Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and War Daddy, that is like that is the culmination of how I see myself, right? It's like it might sound stupid, but it's like to me, when I step on the pitch, I'm a gangster. You step in my box, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. You put a shot on that, I'll fucking kill you. If you get close to me, I'm gonna wreck you. If I have a chance of taking a shot at you, I will take a shot at you. And that's just how I am, right? Off the field, I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. But you put me on the field, it's a game. And I want to win. And I want my brothers to win. And when they win, I win. If you get close to me, I'll fucking wreck you. Mm -hmm. And I think that 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 war daddy mentality, that's how I go into trading. There's this whole like mentality. They they say jeets are going to jeet, right? Jeets are just people that sell early. Sometimes you got to jeet. Because you see the ship is sinking, right? And maybe you got out of it what you needed to get out of it. Gee, get the fuck out. You stand to lose more than they stand to lose. Yeah. Remember that. Because like to you, you stand to lose a lot. Like life is here. It's coming. We're, we're, we're in it. This is the fucking third inning. Yeah. The game started. This is the 35th minute, dog. Like if you don't take it seriously, guess what happens? You lose. They don't lose. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not their life to live. You might live until you're 80, 90 years old. 
and you just wasted 40 years and now you're fucking 85 and you're like, God damn, I really should have fucking done X, Y, and Z. I will not say that. Yeah. I might say, damn, I should have slowed down. That's okay. Like I might, I might regret that. I might be lonely. I might be some of those things. Sure. Way fucking better than the alternative. That is bro. way better. I can Holy I can crap. sleep at night. Dude, that just shifted my whole. Okay, hold on. So you can actually imply emphasis on like, but I'll be lonely, but I'll be this and that and that. And that could be your world. Or you could be like, oh, but I'll just be lonely. Oh, I'll just be this and that. Those are like, you're really like undermining them. You know, they're just, you're just taking the value out of them. It's so all a mean fucking trade-off. Like, yeah. what is being lonely? Like, I've... <laughs> but you could be 88 and fucking right? other 88-year-old women. Yeah. Like, everybody's lonely. Oh, my husband that's, died. Cool. Bro, Let's that's what I'm work. saying, is that, like... Wow, okay. Yeah. So you choose. That's all perception. It's you choose what is what is high and mighty to you and what is... Like, what do you value the most? But is it is it truly a question of A or B? Because there are so many potential options. Right. There's great. There, okay. The one thing I hate is the middle. I've always been this way. I hate the fucking middle. I said it earlier. Binary, one and zero, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like the middle. It doesn't exist. If you're in the middle, you're fucking up. Now, there is gray in life, right? You could be in a relationship that you don't want to be in. You could be like, you could be at a job you don't like. Muhammad Ali said, "Sacrifice now, forever be a champion." Right? That's like his thing, right? Sacrifice now forever be a champion. That implies that there is going to be time that you are sacrificing in order to accomplish something. That is separate. That is a gray area, right? But you're building. And if you're passionate about what you're building, we were just talking about this, right? You guys are getting successful. You guys are having some some growth. That feels good. Mm -hmm. You deserve it because you've been fucking working your ass off. Now, there is also a time to do. There's also a time to expedite learning, right? You go and seek, you grow 10 times faster. I don't know the exact stats, right? Like I know that like Tim Ferriss is a massive dude on like almost like life hacks and shit like that, right? Like expediting things. There is a way to expedite. If you learn like skill sets that you learn at the 80 percentile and you just as a beginner jump to the 80th percentile, you skip all the beginning shit. You have to learn that still. But you're learning something way more difficult that already implies the things that you learn in the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. It's just having balls, right? Me learning soccer, right? Never played. Bought a one-way ticket to Columbia. Go down there and I learned from the best. I lied about everything that I had ever done. I'd, I used my baseball resume and I said that I had played soccer my entire life. Total bullshit. They put me in the fucking field and it was a practice. 77, like short, small-sided scrimmage. Ball didn't go in the net. I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to make aggressive mistakes. I can't play with my feet. So if the ball gets near me, bang it. Mm -hmm. Limit, downside, exposure, right? It's a thing in trading too. Like if this is high risk, there's a time to risk. There's a time to not risk, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to lose your ass if you can't lose your ass. I couldn't lose my ass in that practice because it was the beginning. So I was not trying to take a touch. I wasn't trying to do anything. I was like, gets near me, bang it. They aren't going to fault me for fucking banging something out, right? 
And if I keep making saves, they're going to be like, yo, this guy's a better shot stopper than the shot stoppers we have. We could teach him how to play with his feet. Now, if I was fucking up with my feet, they'd be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's a time to risk. This is our time to risk. Because if we lose our ass, we can rebuild. If you have a kid right now, or two kids, or three kids, Casey Neistat had a kid at 17, right? He's a gangster. Are you better than Casey Neistat? That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big, a big statement, question. right? Yep. You're like, yeah, I can do what Casey Neistat did. True. Yeah, okay, fucking, you couldn't even do it without a kid. You get what I'm saying? Just like everyone says they can start a fucking podcast. We're just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, have okay. fun. Go right? ahead. It's, it, there's, there's a level of OG-ness. There's a level of like fucking gangster ass attitude that people need in order to accomplish things. People will come up to me and they're like, oh, I did X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yeah, fucking blow me. No, straight up. I bought the bike on Craigslist. I didn't have to have a nice bike. I went to so many bike shops in Newport Beach. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to ride my bike across the country. I got laughed out of the shop. Blake can tell you. They're like, have you ever gone on a bike tour? I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, okay, you're going to ride across the country. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that I'm asking for fucking advice. Like, you're either going to give me advice Bro, and I'm going to do it, yeah, or you're going to not like, give me advice and I'm going to do it. What is yeah. up with, like, putting this, like, impossible marker on on an on seemingly mundane things what what changed it's a bike there's a road go send it the, dude like this is my mentality god gave me two legs what's stopping me go. because i swear to god if someone put a head a gun to my head damn right i'd do 300 push-ups i can't even do 10 right now but you'll fucking find a way and that that's, that's what i'm saying it's that mentality but it's, it's because simplifying. other people can't they can't or they can't fucking fathom because they're soft but this is going back to our earlier statements right you sitting in a room with somebody that's soft. I have somebody in mind that I'm thinking of when I'm like comparing this. And I'm like thinking about you and that person sitting in the room together. I was like, bro, fucking Zay would lose it. Like by soft, I mean just soft. Severely yeah. overweight, what makes excuses for fucking everything. It's fucking annoying, mm-hmm. right? And like as a friend, I'm like, I'm not really a friend or else I would fucking say something. But like, I feel bad, you know? But at the same time, like, it's not my job. You reap like, what you sell. Yeah. Fucking... So if, if gun to your head, guess what? You're going to go to the gym now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're going to stop eating that. It don't matter. And what, yeah. what's pissed me off the past four months in my life, of course, it's not black and white, but four past four months of my life, I've gotten soft. Mm. There are elements of my life that have gotten very soft. And that's pissed me the fuck off to the point where, like, now I'm at this breaking point. I have to fucking do everything that I know is within me. Conviction wise, or else I might as well just hang myself. Yo, this is, I, I have something for this, ready? Yeah. There's been multiple times in my life where, like, because I, we talked about it before, like, when I see myself as an animal, it's like the snow leopard, right? Like, I, I don't show much, but when I do show, I wanna, I wanna ball out and then I go the fuck back to my little hole. When I'm in those dark times, I have dark times where mm-hmm. I don't go to the gym and I don't eat right and I don't do things. I'm not looking to fucking, be better than everybody else. Like I have weak points. David Goggins has weak points. Rich Roll has deep, deep fucking dark areas. You know what I'm saying? Rich Roll is a fucking alcoholic and a shitty dad. Yeah. Rich Roll, you're one of my fucking regulars. I did not mean that. I don't mean to be rude. He's a G. Yeah, you're a fucking gangster. Like you, I massive inspiration. But all that to be said, right? Like I have dark points. Disgust is the number one tool to get myself out of something 100 percent, i resonate so fucking much with that bro because you you'll you'll fucking give yourself a leash long leash right 
like, oh, today I'm going to do it. Oh, fuck, I didn't do it today. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go work out and you half ass workout. And then you, ah, fuck this, that, the other. Guess what? There's going to come a point where you have a fucking fat roll and you're going to be like, I'm going to either fucking hang myself or I'm going to go for a 26.2 mile run right now because I'm fucking disgusted. Mm-hmm. Previously, we were talking about base layers. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You hit this foundational support point is trading, trading and fucking life. It's weird how they mirror each other. Mm-hmm. You hit a support point and you're like, boop, boop, because of nothing. It's just because that is the level of disgust that you now have. You're like, I am not going back there. I refuse. I refuse. I am not dipping below this point. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I fucking end this relationship. I don't care if my parents get pissed off. I don't care if I lose my job. I don't fucking care. This is where I bounce. And then guess what? All of a sudden you have momentum. Yeah. Where what the happened? fuck did that come from? Health, it's, relationships, money, everything. Bro, it's yeah. because disgust. Yeah. And people are be like, you're too hard on yourself. Fuck you, bro. Uh, dude, when no, people not, tell dude. me that. <laughs> you're not hard and no- bro, that's nothing. That's the thing. Like you want to go harder. I'm like, because people, because people who say that type of shit assume that I'm having a terrible time. Yeah. I'm stuck in. I'm fucking enjoying myself. Yeah. The process. You think you do you think like I'm I'm hating my life when I'm going on like a three mile beach run no. or a fucking forty five th- second beach sprint? You're thriving. No. You're thriving. Exactly. My hole. My hole is the most comfortable place designed by me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everything in there is for the benefit of recovery so I can come back even stronger. And that's all it is. That, that's really all it is, right? You're restarting the game of chess. Yeah. To regenerate. And it's just, it can be difficult to deal with because, you know, at your weak points, you do not want to feel weak, right? Because, you know, you're like, damn, dude, in my fibers, I'm not this weak. But, like, why am I being weak right now? Mm-hmm. And then you see the fat roll, like you said. And then that's just the breaking point. You go, okay, that made me feel filthy. Like, that gave me the visual cue of I am not a Viking. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? You're a fat fuck. Yeah, yeah. literally. Bro, I, I literally say, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, bro, why am I being a fat? Cunt? Yeah. My girlfriend's like, yo, you have a six pack. I'm like, do you see this? Same, same thing happens with me. I'm like, do you see this? Yeah. I'm like, it might be okay for you. Guess what? It's not okay for me. Yeah. I'm I don't ha- give a fuck. I'm, yeah, yeah. I yeah, would dude. be glad to have dysmorph- body dysmorphia. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to change. Bro, My favorite word ever to describe someone that is fucking up. Okay. Idiot. <laughs> just an idiot like idiot. all around well-rounded idiot like you're just <laughs> i hate it yeah, I and i get that i get that yeah no, I, I'm, I'm starting i'm starting to like, like geek, dork nerd all that shit oh it's yeah. just like dude when they get it's, like that and like you said something you're like get stuck in right it's like when i'm in that i don't give a fuck about anything anything bro my workouts I've like started introducing, I've been on like the mobility game and now I'm on the strength game and stuff and I'm like getting back in and I'm like finally kind of getting to the early stages of getting stuck in again. And I'm like moving to Mexico city and like all of that shit. Right. But I have to find my routine and I have to be gentle and cautious with my fucking, my mental state, because I know that right now I, my routine's about to change. So if I fucking motherfuck myself to smithereens, like that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. right i have to be cautious with how i feel about this stuff yeah but all that to be said like as you're going through this process using those visual cues and and the body dysmorphia or whatever like you will see things that you aren't okay with it are okay for other people that's not my fucking problem yep if you're okay with it you're okay with it be okay with it it's not okay for me 
And if I call myself a fat cunt, I'm not saying that you're a fat cunt. No, not at all. Hey, this just it's the it is what it is. Like you you like your body, fucking like it, bro. I can't run a fucking the Cooper test. That's, I did the worst test on the bro, planet, bro. So one of my goals, right? Oh. One of my goals because I was so down and out, and I knew I was like, yo, if I had to run the Cooper test right now, I wouldn't even run the first mile. <laughs> I couldn't. For like those people that don't know what the Cooper test is, is back to back miles under five minutes. So it's like that's full tilt and like when at newport i fucking crushed it i ran like a 443 and a 452 you beat me huh yeah i missed it by 15 seconds i didn't 443 and 452 the only other person that passed it on that first go was kevin yeah 443 and a 452 mile bro i'm six foot five 210 pounds that's (sighs) bro but i didn't give a fuck and i'm like damn if i had to run that right now i would die and there was a headwind that day i remember that because dude yes. coming around the back turn i was like i'm gonna die bro and you're like throwing up as you're running <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like bro dude. brutal but i was like 443 is gangster that's yeah. so gangster bro bro that's that's like having the internal will of zeus like yeah. you're just we got one life dog i don't give a fuck yeah it's you versus me Guess what? The bear's coming and I'm going to be. I like that. I like that. I've never been. Look, listen, my entire life, the only thing I ever took serious sports wise was skateboarding. Uh All right. I did all the good little tricks out in the streets and then I moved up to vert. Once I started getting injured, I'm like, I screw this. this. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? You got to like 12 stairs. You're like, ah, no, no. I'm good. Um, So me finding a challenge within sports has I, I, I always have felt like it's just a game. It's just a game. I don't really care. You know, I don't really care until you start losing. And you're like, oh, damn, I'm so far in this hole right now. How is it 7-0? It's it's I can if climb it's, back if it's up. it's 7-0 and I'm playing, and, guess what? Yeah, That's no, not going to be 7-0. No. <laughs> but guess what? But when I am the O and I, I and it just hits me like mid game that you're messing up so bad, you're climbing, you're digging yourself deeper into this hole. I'm like, all right. Something happens where it's just. Boom, and I climb up to like six, and it ends up just being like six, seven. Mm. <laughs> All right, where was that, Will, at the yeah. very beginning? I just never took it serious from an initial start. That was always tough for me with sports. See, um, I, I think me and Dalton, no matter what it was, in that regard. dude, like I've always enjoyed tennis. I've always enjoyed soccer. I've always enjoyed basketball. And I've been decently well at all of them, from shooting to defensive to everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, great. But there's something missing. It's just it's always the initial start. But when it comes to creativity, right, the initial start, people go, dude, you're way too detailed. Like, why are we trying to organize <laughs> everything before we even have a date set? Right, right, right. And I'm like, well, that's how you do it. You know, you got to come in strong. And they're like, and I realized that there's something about sports I just don't tune in with. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell it is. And I think it just might be the the aggressiveness, the fights I've seen, you know. From people fighting over a god, you know what I mean? Like I'm like fucking. And, that's what and, I live for, you know? Because I'm watching it, and it's just like it's just a scoreboard, guys. Relax, you know? <laughs> like, no, it's it's like, not. That's like the first really thing you, you tell me. To and I'm me starting off, yeah. to learn that, and it's because now I am. I'm slowly. The more I lose on the field, the more I'm like, dude, nah, bro. What the hell? And th- what really brought me closer to that is MMA, boxing. So true fights. You know, mm-hmm. respect. The harder you go, the, the more respect there is mm-hmm. in the ring, dude. And I'm starting to just realize that that warrior mentality, has, it's always been a it's a man thing. And we're yeah. just becoming less manly. 
as people. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I admitted that I did. I'm just like, yeah, that's an aspect of my life that I, I need to get going at. You know, once I did what happened, like during my dark times, I'll just break a door real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you, know, you saw it. <laughs> that's something you'll never knock within me. At, me personally, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same with you. It's just from the initial get go. Yeah. There's a reason why everyone around me has said, like, why are you so good at every sport? You are. From bowling to baseball to, to basketball. To, to billiards, bro. I will, Shut the hell up. They're, bro, they're, the, moment, the moment we get in <laughs> and we start, uh-huh. I don't fucking know you. Yeah. We're playing a game. We're, it's not even a game. It's life or death for me. And I feel like that translates completely into yeah. different areas of your even life. Even FIFA, bro. Like every once in a while after the podcast, we'll play FIFA. I'll easily like I'll cruise your ass real quick, you know, whatever. And this guy's like, oh, and he'll just he'll make it. He'll beat me regardless. He'll beat me. And I'll be like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Like, what am I doing? I was Bro, winning mentality. Yeah. So what would happen if you applied that mentality to fucking everything? Bro, so I, I'm an analyst, right? And I, I my job is literally produce deep dive reports. So like I'll talk with Kevin. And. It, he we we kind of combine our brains and is like okay what are we going to talk about what area can we is there an opportunity there right music nfts fashion nfts these are areas that normies aren't even fucking relatively close to this and people in ct crypto twitter are like barely talking about it so it's like yo there's an opportunity there right mm-hmm. so then i'm like producing these deep dive reports and they're for a very small select thousand people right it's called the proof collective so the proof collective gets access to the deep dive reports nobody else i get so competitive about producing these things and producing everything perfectly i'm like i want to fucking have so many sources i want to make sure i clicked on every single fucking link i want to make sure that i fucking know this i'm talking to people i'm always like i'm 10 steps ahead of you so that if you have the question because then what ends up happening is i'll produce a report and then the next week kevin and I will go on like an internal podcast. So that's what I've started doing. It's like, I'm on podcasts like every week or oh, whatever. shit. Hell yeah. And so it's just me and Kevin Rose. And I'm like, yo, I'm on a podcast with Kevin Rose. <laughs> so but, um, no, it's interesting. And like these, when people come up with questions, I'm like, yo, I want to make sure that I have a solid answer. And if I don't know, I'll get fucking furious. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody's like, yeah, well, you didn't cover this. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Paul. Yes, I did. Look at that. Boom. Yeah. I'm coming for your job hey, because I knew I knew you, Paul, specifically. We're yeah. gonna say that. Dude, there's, yeah. there's a couple, like twenty there's a steps couple ahead. Fucking dickheads, I'm like, dude, yeah. Fucking beat your ass. Right <laughs> that will never change. Yeah, but that's uh, no, that's a great, great way to live. I think. But bro, the, the yeah. moment the moment you destroy that competitive nature in a guy, mm-hmm. that's it. No, it's over. It's oh, fucking over, bro, bro. You see it in relationships too. Like when, like <sighs> New York, right? Mm-hmm. The land of fucking like everybody. Right. There's fucking rich people. There's poor people. Everybody takes the subway. So you see the rich CEO next to this guy. You see everything. It's it's open ledger. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody can hide their shit. They can hide behind what they're wearing and shit. But like at the end of the day, like if you're on the subway, like everybody knows. Right. You'll see the hottest fucking chicks with some fucking fat ass lazy motherfucker. I'm like, how did he pull that? Like, where's the, the disconnect? Straight up question marks everywhere. Yeah, no, like, yeah. and it's everywhere. And I'm like, well, and like 
females outnumber males in New York. So like you already have the upper hand as a male. You're like, all right, cool. Cream of the crop. Like mm-hmm. if you're, if you're the top, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it is interesting because like you'll see these people get in relationships and they just tank. You're like, bro, what happened? But they lose the competitive edge. They're super comfortable. They're like obsessed with fucking watching Netflix or whatever. I watched my first Netflix series, by the way. What yeah, the f- I watched a series. What was it? Narcos. Oh, hey, that was a good one. Okay, that's a good one. Narcos Mexico was like, that was dope as fuck. Did you feel like a piece of shit? No, I actually really enjoyed it. Balance yeah. goes back to balance. There we go. I, I actually, and I, I like was obsessed with it. Wow. I, I cranked. I cranked. Yeah, of course. Your personality. You crank I was like, bro, I like, I watched fucking yeah. thirty episodes. In that's what years. I say, dude. You got to control what you watch. It's not the tool itself, because right. you could be doing other stuff on it well and it was like it was all in spanish and right like i speak spanish yeah and so i'm like sitting there listening i'm like going moving to mexico i'm like cool like this is i'm I'm seeing it as practice and i'm like cool like i'm learning history i'm learning this and i liked how well documented yeah cleaning the rust yeah it was like so and growing up in southern california and my dad being a cop on top of that like i grew up learning this shit and Mm -hmm. to see like a solid visual representation of something going along with like the creativity what I've learned through living in New York, I love detailed craftsman, craftsmanship. Like if you can be a master of something, I love it. No matter what, you spending fucking 87 million hours on fucking health shit, like, yo, I respect the fuck out of it because I know how hard it is to spend 87 million hours doing something. Mm-hmm. You fucking in the hole. You love the hole. I hate the hole. But it's not for me to love or hate. It's yours. And then you produce something epic and then I consume it. And like, I think some people get like super aggro, right? Like they yeah. might be 17, 18 years old. They're like, I'm not going to watch anything. I'm like, okay, cool. Now, if you can curate what you're consuming and you can follow the right people and limit the noise, you will have high signal timeline. That is an amazing opportunity. You get on your phone, your fucking little mini computer, you hit the fucking app. And then all of a sudden you have high signal, valuable information at your fucking disposal. That is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. for the fucking 18 year olds that aren't fucking paying attention. It's like, yo, that is a good thing. Curate the fuck out of it. You don't like that person. Don't follow them because that's noise. Yeah. You don't like your fucking aunt. Fuck that bitch. Get rid of her. She doesn't. She's like, why did you unfollow me? (laughs) Bitch, I blocked you. (laughs) This is the this is the interesting about phone use. I have a horrible phone addiction and I'm actively working in ways to reduce the use of my phone but if you look at what i use my phone for 90 percent of it is creating mm-hmm. yeah moving the needle forward to do something i look at it as a necessary addiction up to a certain point and i'm gonna be ahead in certain aspects because i did that mm. as opposed to just fucking frolicking Look. around at, at the farmer's market or going to a fucking concert right yeah there are know? good producers and then there's also good shoppers good buyers you get me? So yeah. like someone's going to produce a nice product. Okay. Someone else is going to copy that nice product. And it's going to be nice as well. And there's going to be a, this market of nice products in this, in, in a vaster market of just products. Right. So then a shopper is going to come in. Now we forget there are good shoppers. There are people that have, know how to block the noisy ones and pick the good ones. They know what they're looking for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That craftsmanship, that extra detail, that Whatever it is, just because they all look similar doesn't mean they're all similar all of a sudden. There are differences. So people sometimes take the time to do that. So you can be a good shopper 
in a sense, because you go back, you look at his wardrobe and you're like, okay, everything in here feels like it's hand selected. He didn't create any of these things, but everything feels hand selected. Right. Yeah. So that goes, all right, this guy's well put together. Well, who made the products? Now you follow every company in that and you get to see their corner of expertise mm. and the craftsmanship. And you're like, wow, everything in here is distinct. And I actually got in touch with the producer because of the buyer or vice versa. You get me? Mm-hmm. So that's how like, that's how I view the world sometimes is that us as people, like you, like he said, you know, we can benefit out of someone that's deep down in the hole and then someone that's at the very top of the pinnacle, right? He's using this guy's, the, he, he believes this guy has the best form of creativity because he is at the very end of it. And look at like, the way you perceive it is that he's at the end and he's at the top. Sure. But at the same time, you can look at it the opposite way and it's just, right. boom, the hole's up here and he's down there. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just, we do different things. And we, I guess it's kind of like, you know how they say, um, 50, 50 marriage is kind of like the, the shit that you don't have, she covers. And then the shit she lacks, you cover. Right, it's like so it's kind of like, it's kind of like complimentary yin and yang, whatever. Mm-hmm. Look at it like that. You can. So that's a different type of strength, mm-hmm. right? It can be looked as a weakness, right? Yeah. Someone that's just quiet all the time, does this, does that. But then you look at what he produces and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, like it's no, it's no basically the quality of what this guy is purchasing. Like he, you're creating that quality for him. Like it's, it's retarded, you know. Like Louis Vuitton, that shit started down here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it wasn't something that was at the top. It just started there, right? And then obviously businesses grew. And then it ties into into the whole idea of like your flaws. Like, is there a flaw that somebody points out to you that you actually think is mostly a strength? People tell me I'm stubborn. Oh, I'm stubborn as fuck. <laughs> I think we're all stubborn. I was going to say, if somebody tells me I'm stubborn, I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. And? Okay. What do you want? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I guess my you. way. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just goes back to the convictions. Water. Water? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> no. There you are. Man needs hydration. Right, I'm, like, Yo, I'm thirsty. Yeah. No, thirsty. okay. So, uh, uh, stra- uh, say it again. A quote-unquote flaw because here's the thing because i am a firm believer that you need flaws in order to carry you towards greatness Mm -hmm. um so anything that other people perceive as a weakness that's actually a strength for you i think i think this one works in both ways right so my discipline i'm on a sliding scale with discipline right i'll get super obsessed and then i let it fall Right. Like, uh, I'll sacrifice on certain things. Now, to a normal person, they're like, damn, why are you so obsessed with that? But then to somebody that's actually obsessed with it, they're like, you aren't working hard enough. It's like, bro, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like there's um, like this sliding scale of like, what is that balance? And I, I, there is no such thing as balance. Balance is adapting to the current situation. You're taking breaks. Yeah. Like. No, no, straight up. Like the more I talk to Dalton, the more I'm like, okay, we're kind of the same person in the way we move because you've seen me, you've seen my highs and lows yeah, and you've seen that. And it's just year by year. It's just like, great. Right. I'm, 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 I'm excessively active for a very long time and I'm making shit happen and I stack money and then I just stop. Mm-hmm. 
And I enjoy it. And I sit with myself and I go, what did you learn? What did you do this? And I start reading more and do all this stuff, right? I'm not reading all the time throughout my life. It's just, I go through periods of that. And I find leisure, I find leisurely activities through certain periods of time. That's all it is. But the quality of life is the same. I'm doing just fine. Mm. Um, it's just, what are you pushing for? I can push for whatever I want, whenever I want. And you live a life of just benefits all around, right? Because you know that you built that relationship in a specific way because it's in accordance to you. So it's like. It does depend on the goal too. Yeah. So what is the goal though? Is the goal for you to be the most interesting person alive? Is your goal to be the most rich? Is your goal to be the most uh, politically balanced or create a new government system like what the hell's your goal you know what i mean yeah everyone's goal is kind of different well My- i think it's dynamic like that's that's where i think some people get too stuck in on yeah. something where they're like this is the vision and i'm like bro if you if you knew the vision of 24 year old dalton versus the vision of today two very different things like right now i don't have i don't have anything like right now i'm like yo i knocked everything off of my fucking chart mm-hmm. i'm like i just fucking leveled up in so many ways so you're seeing the wall just like right in front of you and, it, and you're pushing it yeah i'm like so at this point i'm like well fuck now what do I, like and i've had like a lot of of time to reflect on this and I, I need more time to really kind of understand at what depth i've pushed past some of these goals and now i'm gonna have to sit here for the next three to six months really understand the position that i'm in right now i have Mexico City coming up. I know that I want to get like to a technical business professional level of speaking Spanish. So I'm like, so that I could host podcasts and shit like that in Spanish and interview people in Spanish. I'm like, dude, that'd be badass. Yeah, right? hell yeah. Because then that cements me further into the business where they're like, oh, dude, Latin dude. So get the white guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Without like, trying, yeah. you're already becoming an interesting person. Yeah. Well, and that's like, that's the flex, right? Like you're, you're sitting here doing this, but then what else do I want to do? And I think that it's going to take time. And at some point, I know myself, I'm going to be like, yeah, this uh, making money shit is like really cool, but uh, fuck all this shit, I'm out. And I'm going to quit on a one day notice because that's me. That's just, that's just me. And when it happens, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try my best to fucking stick it out because I'm in an amazing position right now. But I'm sitting here having conversations with Louis Vuitton, partners at massive Web3 funds, fucking talking to creators of fucking the next big nfts sitting here getting on allow lists i'm like bro money's not going to be the problem like i will have money i will have connections what is deeper than that Mm -hmm. like i need human interaction i need i need some deep shit that's found in the fucking jungles of peru taking ayahuasca you know what i'm saying like there's there's some deeper shit that i need to kind of push through i'm not there yet i don't know what i want like I'm, i'm i'm in the exploration phase but at the same time, I'm like, damn, yeah, it's it's a lot to kind of to plan out. And I don't think you can plan it. I think I'm going to have no. to be in like a little bit of a reactionary state for the next like year or so. Yeah. And the next thing will come like, bro, I've I've done enough for the universe to like be like, all right, here's the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've always pushed for that. Push, 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 push. Now the universe is just going to be like, oh, yo, here's the opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is what all that time you're waiting for. This is what it is. Because I've learned my lessons, right? People, they have the same shit pop up in their life. I love my mom, but my mom, like, 
gets in these relationships where it's not a good relationship. It's like, why? Well, her dad abused the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. Guess what? She's going to be in the same shit now. And so she keeps Repeating. learning this lesson without yeah. learning it. And she's like, oh, I learned that lesson. And then fucking three years later, another fucking abusive ass dude comes in. It's like, yeah. bingo yeah yeah Um, that made a lot of sense you know what i'm saying yeah so you learn your lessons until you really learn it and then you progress Mm -hmm. me the bike trip no headphones right one of those things somebody called me out on was like yo you you distract yourself because you don't actually want to deal with what's at hand and like this is an ex-girlfriend that said this to me and i was like super pissed when she said that she's like when was the last time you took your headphones out i was like excuse me she's like when was the last time you actually paid attention to what was going on around you. She's like, you always have your headphones in. You're always distracted by podcasts. She's like, you're living your life. Like, take your fucking headphones out. And I'll never forget that because now you see me and you're like, bro, fuck this guy. Like, he yeah. never listens to anything. <laughs> right? It's like, it was a complete opposite switch. So then when I went on the bike trip and I said, no, I'm not using headphones. I'm not listening to any music. I'm not listening to podcasts. I'm not like listening to anything. I'm listening to Dalton. What I need to think, what I need to feel crazy fucking switch mm-hmm. you know it's insane how you talk to yourself too oh bro the the first six weeks of the bike trip i cried like yeah i called every single ex-girlfriend i called my parents i called former friends i called everybody they i don't think i really need to apologize for this but like i shouldn't have said this and i shouldn't have said that and uh like look i fucked up mm-hmm. and being able to admit like when you're wrong or when you push too far or when you said the wrong thing like, yo, that that's powerful. Yeah, super. Because as a man, we think that we need to be right all the time. All right, come on. I'm looking to you to head the family or like your fucking dad passes away. I, and I then need, all of a sudden, I need mm-hmm. to know this. I should know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of mentality yeah. we have. No, it's like, yo, this is, I'm expected to perform. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, guess what? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I just do. Mm-hmm. The rough part is when you beat yourself up for it. No, fuck that. It's, yeah. There's no time for that. It's yeah. like, yo, get over it. Yeah, yeah. You make mistakes. Well, of course. Well, you learn that over the time. Over time, you know. You just really have to fucking quadruple down on who you are, dude. And be and a kid. Th- be a no, kid. Yeah, there's no doubt about who you are too. You know deep down what what that is. Be a kid. Mm-hmm. The, the older you grow, the more you're reverting back. Technically, empathy wise, you know, not mm-hmm. logical, but like the way you feel. Okay, as a man, you're not about like thinking with your emotions, but you're about feeling the past you know there were like every once in a while put on your favorite cartoons dude <laughs> straight up bust off Johnny Bravo. and here's the thing if you're an organized person you will you will naturally limit it regardless yeah. you're not gonna dive into like oh my god i'm in netflix for like three months no 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 it doesn't happen that way you're you you're not even capable of sitting you're forcing yourself to relax at that point and that's the thing. That's the balance part because you're just actively working 24 seven. What is 15 minutes of cartoons? What is oh, so hard you know? to slow down? It like, really is coming, coming back from New York. I got home. <laughs> I was like sitting there, like gave everybody hugs, whatever. And I was like, what now? Fuck, dude. So I just went in the garage and I fucking open up the garage door and I fucking put out a lawn chair and I just like sat in the garage. I was like, 
this is unusual. Yeah, dude. yeah, it was just like nothing was going on. There's no fucking palatero, man. There's no, there's no nothing. It was just like me fucking hanging out. Like there's no music. There's no nothing. It was just quiet. Dude. Like every fucking 12 minutes, some car would drive by. And they like wave at me. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, what the hell is this? I guess but, I'll, like, I guess But I'll, you intentionally sat yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay. When I like no phone, no nothing. I was just like, damn, I'm just Dude, even here. your phone is slow. Yeah. Like everything, everything. Yeah. That that was me in Saudi. I went there for a week. It felt like a month. Where you're just sitting there, like, dude. Because it was like I landed there. It was 125 degrees. So I'm like already off to a bad start. Can't breathe. Thirty percent of my breathing chamber is gone. And you're like, perfect time to go. For you're a just run. sitting there yeah, like a dog, is. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do anything. Yeah. So I feel it. At the slow down process is the toughest part. It's like you're almost like we call it restless. Mm. It's not really restless. It's just, oh my god, the, the perception of time is decreasing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good luck with that. How long, how long are you doing that for? Uh, here. Yeah. I'll be here till probably Thursday. So, so this is Sunday. So, it's gonna be a long week this day. Yeah, it's gonna be a long <laughs> week. This day. <laughs> this day, dead ass. <laughs> no, it, it, it'll be good. I'm excited. It's yeah. like I need to. I need to kind of have a slowdown phase. So. Yeah. No, it's it's really I think it's really healthy for you. And that's the balance part. Is that you check yourself every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Do some fucking push ups, do some squats. Bro, I went to the gym actually. Yo, going to like a, a gym in Riverside, California, right? I was like super excited. I've been working out at like a really nice gym in Lower East Side, Manhattan. And I was like, I walk in and I was like, Hey guys, uh, I'm only here for three days, but I kinda wanna work out. She's like, Yeah, okay, yeah, just come on in. I was like, Do I need to pay anything? She's like, Nah, you're only here for three days. I was like Sweet. Okay. 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 <laughs> I like, go inside and I'm like, do you guys have bumper plates? Do you guys have resistance bands? Do you guys have any box jumps? Like, do you get, like, is there any like plyometrics I can do? I'm like looking around. I'm like, there's not fucking anything. anything. I was like, dude. So I was, I, this is one question that I, I've been trying to ask myself, right? I came home. I left New York and while I was in New York, I was like, bro, I'm so fucking over this place, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm so fucking over like the homeless man taking a shit in front of my house, like the trash on the street. I'm over it. I'm ready to fucking go experience something else. Then as soon as you leave, I'm like, God fucking damn, what the fuck did I just do? I'm in bum fuck nowhere. <laughs> but I was trying to think like, what is the advantage of living in Riverside, California? Why? Like, what is the thing that if I could go back, I would move somewhere like this. And I was like, damn. Trying to really fucking rack my brain around it. <laughs> vitamin D levels. And like I'm like, like, yo, vitamin D levels. Yeah, that's about like, it. exactly. Sunshine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. No, but I'm like, damn, what is like the thing that if I was so convicted, like I just was like, so like, yes, this is the right move. What would be the thing I'd move here for? And I was like, honestly, the only reason to fucking be here in your youth is to, if you already know, like you've gone around the world, you've done your thing, you know exactly, you had the connections, all of that kind of stuff, come back there to limit distractions. Yeah. That's the only, that is that. the only thing. But the caveat here is like, why would you go to Riverside if you could go to fucking bumfuck nowhere in Montana? True. Because like, there's, there's three, there's kind of three areas here in the US, right? Cities, suburbs, rural bumfuck nowhere. Yep. Okay. Cities, artificial, but culture's there at like a very high level. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so you have an artificial culture, mm-hmm. but culture nonetheless, and you're exposed to so many things, right? Being around LGBTQ people, being around an expansive diversity, right? You're talking to people from all over the world. If you want Ethiopian food, it's five blocks away. You want Thai food, it's one block away. You yeah. want fucking Nepalese food, one block away. Mm-hmm. Like you have everything at your disposal. Artificial, but there's culture. Suburbs. Let's go to rural first. Rural. Absolute nothingness. Authentic human experience. No real sensory overload except for what the universe gives you, right? It's just life. So on one hand, you have artificial life. Then on the other hand, you have authentic life. But there's no sensory overload here that's going to make you, except internal, change your thoughts on things. You go there to figure your shit out, right? You're like Joshua Tree. Bumfuck mm-hmm. nowhere. You're hanging out. You're with the trees. You're listening to the universe. That's that. New York City, you're fucking exposed to everything and anything. You have no idea what's going to happen. Suburbs. Nothing. There's no fucking reason to be here. No. Like, it's artificial as fuck. Mm-hmm. But instead of artificially experiencing real fucking culture, there's no culture. You're artificially experiencing consumer con- culture that they consume shit. Yep. They consume shit. Like they're speculating on New York. They're speculating on LA. They're speculating on London, Paris, Australia, fucking South America, Mexico. They're like, they're speculating. They don't know jack shit. Mm-hmm. So now you're sitting in an artificial world where they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. At least in New York, you're artificially around a fuckload of people. So because there's so many people, cream's going to rise to the top. Yeah. If you're badass, guess what? Real recognizes real. That's the truth. That's, that is the truth. You're in a city. That's That's the goal. You go to the city. You find the cream. You get the fuck out. Then you go to Montana. You go to Idaho. You go somewhere, J-Tree, and you figure your shit out. But then guess what? You go back. I've gone back to New York City six times. Six mm-hmm. times. I've left six times, but I've gone six times. Why do I keep going? Because every single time I go back, I meet better people. Every single time. Mm. I go, I get the stimulus, I figure out what the fucking stimulus was, and then I go back. And then I go, and then I come back. It's because there is something there. It is secret sauce, bro. Why are the best creators in New York and LA, in the US, right? Yeah. Like It's because yeah. they consume, they create, and then they produce something. And then it's, it's a cycle, bro. It also, it does something cycles. to your being as well. Like I, yeah. I believe that 100%. It's just, it's more than what's available there at the destination. It's, it's, it's like, I feel like there's something we just don't know of, but every time you travel and travel back and you go and you travel back and go and travel back. That transition is always doing something of leveling up for you. That alone. But you feel the energy as soon as you get off the plane. I swear to God. And people like tell anyone to describe the feeling of like being considered international right when you're still at your local airport. That feeling of nothingness of Mm -hmm. I do not exist here or there. That's human. Mm -hmm. That's you're in the air. Like, that's it. What am I? 
that's like in that feeling you're in the fucking <clears throat> twilight zone that's what it's you want. so weird dude i don't know but that, i feel like something it something in the universe with mixed in with energy and all that is just happening with the physical part of yeah. it happening along with time it's just it's crazy do you feel the same way about like would you go to the extent of comparing la to like a newport beach or long beach in what sense and like you get the you you have an artificial environment but you also have some sort of cultural there's there, southern california in general is different and like obviously this is home for me but like i left 10 years ago so it's like yeah. the beach is like secret sauce in and of itself because like you're, you're around the water and stuff it's hard I'm like, I'm back now, and I'm like, dude, do I want to live in Newport again? I'm a thousand feet from the beach in Long Beach, dude. Right. Every morning. And that's badass. Yeah. Like, having that at my disposal, but then it's just like, I re I struggle with it. I really do, because I'm like, dude, do I really want to fucking put myself through that again? Mm -hmm. But why? Like, what I love about the beach, you get to experience nature every day, right? Yeah. And morning swims peak peak but then the question is why not go to fucking the pacific coast of columbia same water right same waves massive different experience mm -hmm. right and it's like why why subject yourself to comfort when you could go experience something now if that's your comfort zone you're going to go back to the hole right and the hole is going to be long beach and you're like yeah i'm going to go back cool go go get comfortable i've fucked myself at this point because i've like i've gone too far from comfort that now like <laughs> new york city's comfortable and i'm like jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i had friends fucking come visit new york and this is right after the subway shooting okay this is like two oh days God. after the subway shooting subway shooting actually happened like right down the street from my girlfriend's but that's besides <laughs> the point um they come to hang out they're like from arizona okay and they're from the Dirty T, Tucson. Mm -hmm. They come to New York and they're like, hey, so like we're going to go get dinner or something. We'd like you to come. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, dude, let's hop on the subway. And they're like, go on the subway. I was like, dude, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's like everybody takes the subway. And they're like, yo, the shooting just happened. I was like, yeah, so the shooting just happened. So it's probably not going to happen again right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude, I take it every day. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we get on the subway and they're they're uncomfortable right like you see like homeless people laying on the, the subway car they're fucking just doing whatever and i was like just like kind of vibing not paying attention to anything we get off the subway car we're walking up the stairs on the platform and i see two two naked homeless men dick out like just straight up big dick <laughs> dick out it didn't even say anything i just like walk right past it ah yeah cool going up the stairs and tyler looks at me and he's like are you are you not gonna say anything about the the dick? <laughs> I was like, no. Why would I say anything well, about the dick? He's like, it. he's like, but there were two naked homeless men. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you just like gonna? I'm not like, gonna well, what am I supposed to say? Like, yeah, there's two naked homeless men, and one of them had a fat fucking dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, that's that. But it was it was just yeah. so funny. I was like, I mean, yeah, it's odd, but it's not something I'm gonna fucking think about for a long time. Well, yeah, but you just yeah. like you you don't you aren't used to seeing it. But in New York, you see fucking anything. Yeah. You'll see a burning You'll trash see can it. in the middle of the road. You're yeah. like, all right, there's all right. a burning anything trash and everything. That's yeah. that's actually freaking funny, dude. I, I feel, feel like the Middle East has kind of prepared us for that shit. Yeah, the Middle East has definitely prepared us for that stuff, crap, bro. dude.
Yeah, you, it's the the stimulus exposure to oh, fucking man. everything. I'm like, I, I enjoy it, but yeah. I also don't because you need to get out. But I think I need to find that right now. And that's kind of something I'm on the prowl for is like, what is going to be my new home? Is New York always going to be home? I fucking hate the weather. So like that, that doesn't, that kind of puts me in a hard spot. Um, and I'm trying to kind of figure that out. Like what, who is Dalton? What is, what is that thing that I'm like going to be known for? Is it going mm. to be, am I going to be versatile? Is the next 10 years going to be the same as the last seven years? If it is, I'm okay with that. But like, I am trying to be conscious of what I choose right now because it's important. Like I'm either going to be an expert within web three and NFTs. Cool. Hell yeah. That, that goes a long way, but is that really my heart? Mm-hmm. Can I do other things? I think you said it best. Service. Yeah. That's very hard. Is that? Yeah. It truly. Right. Uh, and, and then that also ties in with like what life really is, which is that it's that kind of stuff. It's not Web3, it's not NFTs, it's not cinema. It's not. It's, it's just a vehicle for your service, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just a part of life. Mm. That's insane to me. And, uh, like, I love having these talks because they're just huge, giant, detailed reminders. Mm. Um, I like to tell everyone to, like, fall in love with, like, the textures in life. Fall in love with the essence. Fall in love with the resonance. Like, if you notice, every country sounds different. Air sounds different in every room. Mm. It's just crazy. You have to pay attention. To you it. have to pay attention. Well, we talked about it. We talked about the little yeah. things, right? Yeah, we it's did. Like, but it's, that's what it is. There's, yeah, bro, like, simplified. For Soccer Visa, when we, we went to Costa Rica, there were so many moments where it's just like, I'm cruising on a bike at night. There are fireflies around me. There are fucking monkeys in the trees. That moment, bro. And I'm like at peace. I'm mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Or skinny dipping in the ocean. My favorite thing in the world is when I don't feel my pulse anymore. I swear. And you feel like you forgot you're breathing. Yeah. But you're still you are like breathing in- and you're just such in stillness. Pitted. And there's a woman. Like I, want, I, I definitely <laughs> want a lot more of that. SoCal does feel like home. It's but amazing. that's SoCal's home because you've been here for so long. Exactly. Bro, SoCal was exactly. home to me. Yeah. Truly. Like until this past trip, this trip right now, mm-hmm. I came back home and I was like, I went to that party last night and I was like, bro, I don't have anything in common with any of you. Yeah. Any of you. Normies. Yeah. Well, and it was just like even deeper than that. It was like, y'all haven't left. Y'all are still here. And I'm out here doing all this extra shit. And it's like, I don't have anything in common with you. How do you how do you combat that, right? Whereas like I go to a place in New York and I'm like, I don't really have anything in common with the people that stayed in New York, that mm-hmm. have, have born and raised in New York. I'll be sitting with them. I'm like, y'all, y'all are fucking vanilla. But then you sit in a room with people that fucking rode their bike across the country. Then you sit in the room with somebody that's played professional soccer all over the world. Then you sit in the room with somebody that's fucking lived in 18 countries. You're like, bro, there's something there. And it's yeah. because they explore. It. And that's where I'm like, I, we keep going back to this of like, get your experience. It doesn't cost much to travel. And people are going to be like, yeah, easy for a white guy to say, yeah, bitch. I was on fucking food stamps and welfare until I was 17. And I never made more than $43,000 in a year. So go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. Exactly. Like I traveled hitchhiking. I always stayed in hostels. Half the time I didn't even pay for the hostel and I just snuck in. Yeah. 
Like I, I never paid for shit. They're like, yeah, it was unjust. I stole from fucking grocery stores and shit. Yeah, sue me. I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in a position where I, I'm in a in a better place, right? And like a lot of these things that happen, like people get pissed at poor people for doing X, Y, and Z. Most crime happens because people can't afford shit. That's it. Yeah. Right? Survivalist. Yeah. yeah. But you need experience. Because if you're going to be worth fucking anything, you need it. So then you need to figure out what you can sacrifice on and what you can't. Backpacking from Russia to Africa, right? Dude, we fucking stole from so many grocery stores. <laughs> we would steal as much shit as we could. I would be drinking fucking gallons of yogurt just to stay full. I traveled Russia to Africa, northern Africa, four months, like 20 countries on $3,000. Damn. Hitchhike, sneak on trains, stay in the bathroom, hide. Frugal. Fucking sleep yeah. outside. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Because frugal. I wanted it that bad. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not telling fucking 17 year olds to go fucking steal shit. I'm just <laughs> saying that's what I did. But like there is there is something there that like you're either going to steal shit and you're going to live in your hometown forever or you're going to steal shit while you're in fucking Indonesia. Yeah. Don't go to jail, please. <laughs> you're more about the mentality of like you can do this. It's just creativity. Yeah, that's, just that's, as frugally as possible. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like you there. There's always a way. I used to love sneaking into sporting events. I loved it. Like it was sincerely one of my favorite things in the world. And I, I snuck into a World Cup qualifier, <sighs> USA versus Costa Rica at uh, <laughs> Red, Bull State, Red Bulls Arena. Three floors up, I saw there was a chain link fence. And at the top of the chain link fence, I could hop five feet onto a stairwell. Okay. And I'm like, there's always a way in. There's always a way in for anything, anything in life, whether it be a stadium, <laughs> whether it be fucking anything, I don't care. A mm-hmm. job, a company, anything. There's always a way in. I was walking around the stadium and I'm like, bro, that's 30 feet up. And I'm like, if I fall, I'm going to be fucked. And then there is two security guards. But then I noticed that one security guard would go this way and turn and they're both on the same cadence. And I was like, bro, they both turn their back at the same time. If I wait for one to go the other way, maybe somebody's going to ask for something, whatever. I remember FaceTiming my dad. I was like, yo, just letting you know if I fall from this, like, it's going to hurt like fuck, but this is how I'm getting into the game. My dad's like, dude, don't do it. All of a sudden, a little girl runs up to the security guard to ask a question, and I'm on the FaceTime with my dad, and I was like, fuck it. This is the moment. Boom. I throw my dad into my pocket, and I scale 30 feet up on a chain link fence. I hop the five feet onto the stairwell. I was in the game. That was that. That's it. There's always a way in. Yeah. Always a way in. I remember pulling the phone out of my pocket. I was like, ah, I love it. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Don't do that again. And like, but it was fun. Right? Yeah. It was just like, hell yeah. I was 20, right? Like yeah. I, I didn't have experience. It's a, it's a, you, st- that's a stamp on your timeline. Like, yeah. That is a very significant part or a moment. Yeah. If anything, that's because crazy. It, it's a, it's, it's an attitude. It's a mentality of saying like, dude, fuck the system. I don't care. I'm Dalton Weeks. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Hyping yourself up. Yeah. And it's like, it's anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to leave tomorrow, barring fucking financial shit, like financials is something I understand. But like if you wanted to get three jobs, work 120 hours a week and work at fucking three restaurants, there's places that stay open all night, 24-7. Go get a job there. You could get two jobs easy. Mm-hmm. You won't be sleeping. But guess what? That's a sacrifice. And I lived that for fucking seven years. Bro. Yeah. Just like as many jobs as I can, right? You can move to fucking Zimbabwe. Zanzibar fucking somewhere you know what I'm saying and go experience whatever the fuck you want 
if there's some health coach that you follow that you're like, dude, this guy fucking gets it. And they're in fucking Warsaw, Poland. You're like, guess what? I'm going to go to Poland. I'm going to spend six months in Poland. I'm going to learn how to speak Polish. And I'm going to fucking hang out with whatever their name is. You know what's funny? Fucking Igor. That's the mentality (laughs) of everybody in L.A. because they're not from L.A. Mm -hmm. No, hustlers. Yeah. Bro, get in. Last night, the party, right? Everybody's like hanging out, talking amongst themselves, a bunch of white people. You know where I was? My dad was like looking for me all over the place. They had a taco truck out front. I was in the taco truck drinking beers with the taco people. <laughs> and my dad's like, what the, of course you are. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? And I was like, oh, bro, we're talking. His kid was a goalkeeper. So he's like showing me goalkeeper videos. Oh, I sat there for two hours That's just shooting sick. the shit. And I was like, dude, where did you guys come from? They're like, oh, we're from Jalisco. And I was like, that is so sick. But so they're, sick. they're hustlers. Yeah. You get in with the hustlers and like you are the average of the people you hang out with. Again, cliche. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you hang out with a bunch of people that are fucking stoned to the bone, doing drugs, fucking not working out, fucking not producing anything, consuming bullshit. What do you think you're going to be? Yeah. Fuck that fucking cunt. Mm-hmm. I want to be a millionaire. Yes. Oh. Suck my cock. Yeah. yeah he said, he said, I'm going to do, do full splits in 30 days. Yeah. Okay. Like, the people, good luck. My fucking yeah. splits videos are like, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, let me see you do your fucking full split. Uh, you can't even see your dick, bro. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to find it somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. No, there's so much fucking truth to that, oh my though. God, dude. <sighs> no, I like, I like this style of just chatting, by the way. Oh, it, this is this is how all of our podcasts are. Really? Yeah. Outside yeah, we, of just meeting somebody, no, like, the first I tell time. Them, I don't care if there's pauses either. Just, yeah. You know, no, it's it's, like, it's nice because it's like you can just flow with whatever comes. I think that there's like exactly like the authenticity can. Well, and hopefully you guys get a fuckload of clips from all of this. Shit. Oh, yeah, 100% baby, we will. Um, I'm just gonna pause it right oh, here, baby. yeah, so I can take a quick bathroom break. This has been. <laughs> No, that's bro. Thank you guys for fucking just bringing me in, and it's like it's fun to be able to kind of kind of touch on this stuff and like yeah, welcome home, yeah, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. This is the I two end podcast. This is home. Yeah, that, not yeah. Riverside, dude. We this literally is my, this is my set button. It really is because yes. it's like like the first one was like bro, it was so long ago. No, oh, it was number seventeen for us. We're on one sixty six for y'all, bro. Dude, um, how does that feel being that deep? Uh, I mean, it, it's uh, it's a little strange, but at the same time, it has given me a lot of like mindful power. Mm-hmm. I would say it's it's strange. It gets me to look um, for troubles on this earth and to kind of just uh, empathize with it, with it or try to come up with my own solutions, figure out why I think the way I think. Are there people that think the way I do? Mm. Um, and it kind of, through that, you meet all kinds of different individuals. And my favorite thing in the world now is when a random person comes up to you and says, hey, I bet you're an Aries. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell? You're right? And then he just goes on and on about, why this and that? And you were probably heartbroken and you were probably this. And he starts to like, try to like figure you out. And you're just like, any person would perceive this as crazy, uh, but I am enjoying the crap out of this. And this is the best conversation. Sage over here. Like, dude, yeah, this I've guy. had all you. <laughs> no, straight up because this happens to me sometimes. And I would have perceived it differently before. I would have been like, well, what does this crackhead want? Yeah. 
And now it's like, no, no, I want to know this. Like this, like just like how I came out of a home, some this person came from somewhere. Yeah. You need to figure that out. And uh, it kind of just, I think, adds more uh, details and the thoughts that mm. you have. Mm. And that's where it's been. And on top of that, it's just made me want to always be proactive, um, keep my energy levels at a constant, which means getting into health, getting into health coaching, getting into sleep, getting into nutrition and anatomy, anthropology, freaking everything, dude. And it's just you're becoming like this one man kind of performer. But at the same time, you do a lot of work at in the dark to kind of just for the majority you're not doing it for oh, yourself bro. anymore you're doing it for the whole of society and we hope to see society grow into like an even bigger place filled with greatness if only people knew the, all that's the way i look at scenes 166 episodes yeah. like first of all we knew we were going to get to this point because mm. all we all we do is put in the fucking reps for anything we do so we just said it we just said watch just keep watching i i always tell him this yeah the movie's playing it hasn't ended yet keep it playing yeah you don't know what's happening tomorrow you don't know what's happening the day after like you would sometimes you would freak out i remember this in the middle end of the beginning he'd be like he's like damn dude like our, our views are going down like what are we doing and i was like we're not doing anything wrong you gotta you gotta notice this just like anything in the world everything has seasons okay yeah. it's ups and downs and all this stuff so earlier in the episode he said um the market is like life where you have the bounce points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you look at a graph for so long, you start to realize that you live your life thinking of patterns too. Mm. So once those are, so you start realizing the bounce backs and then you start realizing that life is just a graph. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I would get trapped it, into that, the, the metrics for like a few times, but if there's one thing that I've mastered, it's just showing it. Yeah. It's so fucking effortless for me. Yeah. It might as well be like, oh, I'm taking a piss right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's just off. You don't stop. Persistence is Do still you think that's from sports? Just it has to. It has yeah, to. Yeah, I think it does, too. Mm-hmm. When you show up for practice, like, fucking every single day. And you're like, dude, I don't feel like playing. I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Soccer's like a... We talked about this like, just downstairs, right? Like, I don't know where I'm at with it anymore. I want to play at the highest level. I want to be in shape. I want to fucking do all these things. There's some, like fucked up like sadistic part of me that's like yeah no, i still want to fucking hit it i like i i still want to like just to say like yeah no fuck you i did it because it's just who i am it's like i was on that call with the the head partner guy and he was like so what's your plan i was like yeah i'm gonna move to mexico city i'm gonna work down there and um i'm playing on a summit professional soccer team while i'm down there um one of my guys at zoom hooked me up so um, I'm going to get to play while I'm down there. And he's like, so you're going to play semi-professional soccer and you're going to work full-time as an analyst and you're going to host these podcasts. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. I'm like, not really. I've been told that my entire life. I was like, yeah, okay, that might be a lot for you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not fantasizing about work all the time. I'm like, I have other <laughs> things, right? Yeah. And I'm like, so now what if like my last game was Zoom? We should have fucking won it. We ended up drawing 1-1, but I had like 13 saves. It was like, it was just one of those games that I was just fucking dialed in and everything just went the right way. Right. And the coach came up to me after the game. He's like, yo, I'll pay you 250 game next year. The coach of the other team. He's like, stay in New York, 250 game. Come play. Play six games a month. It's a lot of money. 
right? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go down to Mexico. And so now it's like, I'm not going to be making fucking jack shit. But at the same time, it's like the experience, right? So say we get into like some Mexican, like, like US has US Open Cup. Like you get into like a Mexican country cup or something. Mm-hmm. You show out, you're playing against Pumas and you like make 27 saves in a game. You know, like know. I'm, I am a shot stopper. That's always what I've been, right? I'm like, dude, if, if that happens, I'm going to show up. I'm going to work as hard as I can every day because I like it. It's showing up. I just like it. Exactly. And it's like sadistic and fucked up and I'm tired and I'm all those things, but it's sexy. Yeah. And I like it. It's like, dude, you are young and hot once. What is the thing that you want to do? Yeah. What are the multiple things that you want to do? There's seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Just because this season already went and it's coming down, this season's just getting started. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like having the timing to diversify into different interests and different hobbies you can fucking do shit at a very high level if you're focused. Yeah. And just because like this physical side is going down, my fucking creative side is going up. My creative side is going down and my fucking health side is going up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There, we aren't just one thing. Like you said earlier, like what, who are you? What is your goal? My, my goal is so dynamic that on Monday I'm this guy and on Thursday I'm that guy. 100%. And it's like to be able to have that fluid state of like, this is Dalton Weeks and I'm fucking all these things. Some people know me and they don't know that I speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. But then I go to hang out with my Venezuelan buddies and I'm, we're only speaking in Spanish. And then we, some people don't know about me and Web3. And then other people only know me as Web3 guy. You get what I'm saying? It's Renaissance, like being, man. being dynamic yeah. and You're like having So these, right. You have, to, you have to find that balance of, and like we said earlier, there is no balance. Balance is 98-2 sometimes. Like, but when you're pitted, be pitted. And when you're out of that season, be out of the season. Yeah, be it's full. It's okay. Embrace everything to the fullest. If so, you're resting, you're right. rest. If you're working, work. If you're fucking, if you're really into what you're doing, fucking be into it. There's, there is no, there's no shame in any of that. Like if you aren't happy in a relationship, get the fuck out. Yeah. Talk about like different ideas, right? There's so, we, we fucking bottleneck ourselves into these like, old fucking theories and ideas of how life is it's like fuck you you don't think i could fucking play professional soccer be an analyst and fucking make a fuckload of money suck my balls and watch it work yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you can't do it roger bannister right with the four minute mile yep like he breaks it and then all of a sudden everybody's around four minute miles it's like bro it's because you're fucking you're soft you're soft i'm not soft yeah i might be wrong And I might not make it, but I'd rather shoot as high as I can. And if I miss, I miss. But now I'm 27. I've done all this shit. It's like, I, you and me are in a fucking room and we're fighting over something. Guess what? Daddy's going to win. Because mm-hmm. that's just how it is. Like, I know it. You know it. We had that penalty shootout in the playoffs the other day. It was like a week ago, right? Bro, five penalty saves and five penalty kicks. <laughs> Saved all. I saved all of them. Hey. And we ended up winning one nothing on the penalty kicks because my team couldn't fucking hit the net. <laughs> like they just they botched it. And I just save, save, save. The last guy came up and he was looking at me and I was just talking shit. I was talking shit the whole time. I was like touching the post. I gave him the ball. I picked it up and I gave it to him and put it in his hands. And I was like, You going top ends? You going top men? Are you going down here? Mm-hmm. Bro, honestly, I see you. You're looking at me right now. You ain't even gonna fucking hit the net. I see it, bro, because I'm in your head. Yeah. You're not even hitting the net. Bro, why are you thinking like that? All right, bro. Are you going to hit it right here? 
No, nah, bro, you're you're fucking missing the net. He missed the net by 30 feet. <laughs> I was in his <laughs> dome, bro. He shanked the fuck out of it, and he just put his head in his hands and was like, "What well, did like, I just do?" And well, I was like, bro, "Keepers yeah. try that shit on me. I just so, don't even acknowledge." Well, it. no, you don't acknowledge, and you yeah. just go in. Yeah, I I lived <laughs> in his head. He probably still thinks about it. <gasps> he's like, bro, fucking. That is so funny. It. I love it. He probably heard it clear as day too, like yeah. just echoing. And it was getting scary. louder. Yeah. And I saw as soon as I, if if he wasn't gonna be acknowledging it, I would have changed my tactic. That is, I'd cute. have been like, all right, cool. He's not fucking paying attention. Yeah. Like now I'm gonna focus on me, and now I'm just gonna stop it. But as soon as I saw the small little, like I, he was looking at the ball, looked at me, look at, I was like, oh, I'm in your head. <laughs> I fucking see it, bro. I'm in your head right now. You're gonna miss it. I just saw you make the decision. It's over. <laughs> Don't even take it. Yeah. Have yeah. somebody else take it. You <laughs> just fucked up. And bro, he yeah. was gone. He like, oh shit. No, I'm actually gonna. And it was Inception, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? So when you when you have something like that and you know you're right, be right. Be totally right. And if somebody fucking gives you shit on it, bro, know that you're right. But at the same time, be humble when you lose. Yeah. You know. That's you know what's it, funny? Right? You're gonna be in the head of thousands of people right now yes, after this episode. Sir. Oh yeah. All right, guys, you know where to find us. We're on YouTube at the 2 a.m. podcast. So go ahead and check us out and subscribe. Don't forget to hit the bell notification so you never miss an episode. And if you can give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, that would be wonderful. It would help us a lot. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next time. Adios. Peace.